0: Welcome to the Corona of Thorns podcast, I'm Father Peter Swans, and today is the Solemnity of the Most Holy Trinity. Let's pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let us pray. God our Father, who by sending into the world the Spirit of Truth and the Spirit of Sanctification, made known to the human race your wondrous mystery. Grant us, we pray, that in professing the true faith, we may acknowledge the Trinity of eternal glory and adore your unity, powerful in majesty. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, for ever and ever. Amen. A reading
1: from the book of Deuteronomy. Moses said to the people, Put this question to the ages that are past, that went before you, from the time of God created, man on earth. Was there ever a word so majestic, from one end of heaven to the other? Was anything ever heard? Did ever a people hear the voice of the living God speaking from the heart of the fire, as you heard it, and remain alive? Has any God ventured to take to himself one nation for the midst of another by ordeals, Signs, wonders, war with mighty hand, an outstretched arm. By fearsome terrors, all this that the Lord your God did for you before your eyes in Egypt. Understand this today, therefore, and take it to heart. The Lord is God indeed, in heaven above, as on earth beneath, he and no other. Keep his laws and commandments as I give them to you today so that you and your children may prosper and live long in the land that the Lord your God gives you forever. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Happy the people the Lord has chosen to be his own. Happy the people the Lord has chosen to be his own. The word of the Lord is faithful and all his works to be trusted. The Lord loves justice and right and fills the earth with his love. Happy the people the Lord has chosen to be his own. By his word the heavens were made, by the breath of his mouth all the stars. He spoke and they came to be, he commanded, they sprang into being. Happy the people the Lord has chosen to be his own. The Lord looks on those who revere him on those who hope in his love, to rescue their souls from death, to keep them alive in famine. Happy the people the Lord has chosen to be his own. Our soul is waiting for the Lord. The Lord is our help and our shield. May your love be upon us, O Lord, as we place all our hope in you. Happy the people the Lord has chosen to be his own. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. Everyone moved by the Spirit is a son of God. The Spirit you received is not the Spirit of slaves bringing fear into your lives. Again, it is a Spirit of sons and it makes us cry out, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself and our spirit bear united witness that we are children of God. And if we are children, we are heirs as well. Heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ, sharing his sufferings so as to share his glory. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Alleluia, alleluia. Glory to the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, to God who is, who was, and who is to come. Alleluia.
0: The Lord be with you.
1: And with your spirit.
0: A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew.
1: Glory to you, O
0: Lord. The eleven disciples set out for Galilee, to the mountain where Jesus had arranged to meet them. When they saw him, they fell down before him, though some hesitated. Jesus came up and spoke to them. He said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore, make disciples of all all the nations, baptise them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teach them to observe all the commands I gave you. And know that I am with you always, yes, to the end of time. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord
1: Jesus Christ.
0: The second reading that we have today Uh, from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. It's short. It's only four verses. Um, But I've got a real soft spot for it. Um, I mean, not only because the content is so incredibly amazing, but also um, I had the opportunity to read this reading uh, on the Solemnity of Mary, Mother of God, uh, in St. Peter's Basilica in Rome. Um, It was a papal mass, and uh, I was a seminarian studying over there. And, uh, yeah, for some reason, don't know how it happened, but uh, I uh, I managed to win the lottery. <laughs> I was able to um, read this reading, and thank goodness it was in English. <laughs> but I got to read this reading, and ever since then, it's it's something that kind of always piques my interest. I mean, it's got a bit of a personal backstory for me, but but really, when you read, when you dig into this reading, it is. Absolutely extraordinary. This is St. Paul at his absolute best, outlining in very simple yet profound terms the whole Christian itinerary. Now, I suppose at surface level we can see why this reading gets picked for uh, Holy Trinity Sunday because, you know, it names all three persons of the Trinity. We hear about the Spirit, we hear about the Father, Abba, and we also hear about Christ. So Paul's really showing us a a picture of the Trinity, but it's more than that. Paul is showing us how we are drawn to into the very life of the Trinity. So Paul speaks about Abba, Father. Now, I don't think this really dawns on us very often because it's, it's one of those things that's so obvious that we don't really stop to think about it. But in order to be a father, you need to have offspring, right? <laughs> you need to have a son. And the fact that God is called Father means that he's in relationship. A father has a son. Now, stop and think about it. What is that relationship between father and son? A father generates the son by giving him his own life. Right? Like, that's pretty fundamental. You know, I'm the son of my father, which means that I'm a human being just like my father is a human being, I receive his kind of life. It seems pretty unremarkable, but, you know, when you stop and think about it, it's like, well, if God is father, it means that he has this relationship that he has generated a son. And the son, therefore, is going to be God the way that the father is God. So here's the thing, if to be a father means to share your life, to share your nature with your son, then strictly speaking, we need to say that, you know, as human beings, we can't really call God father, because we're not begotten of the father, we're not gods, We're human beings. Where we said of the eternal son of the father that he's begotten, not made, because he shares the same nature as the father. Well, so too, we'd have to say that we are made, not begotten, because we don't share the nature of the father. I mean, there's so many ways in which God is like a father to us, in that he gave us life, in that he sustains us and protects us and leads us and guides us and teaches us and nourishes us. He's certainly like a father, but in what sense could we strictly say that he's our father? Really, only the eternally begotten Son can actually properly say that. So what happens The part of the story that we know already is that the son of the father takes flesh from the Virgin Mary and is made man. The eternally begotten son of the father is born into the human family. The one who is God from God, light from light, true God from true God. The one who is begotten, not made. He joins the human family. He becomes Emmanuel, God with us. So that in Jesus, we meet the Son of God and the Son of Mary. Fully God and fully man. Now, to cut a really long story short, what happens? Jesus gives his life. He lays down his life for his friends. And Matthew, in his gospel, he records the death of Jesus in a very interesting way. We hear that Jesus cries out in a loud voice and yielded up his spirit. Now that's interesting. He dies breathing out a breath, breathing out his life. And what's the kind of life that Jesus possesses? It's divine life. It's God's kind of life. It's the life of the Spirit. And it's this that he has breathed out precisely so that we might receive it. So last week, right, we celebrated the Feast of Pentecost when Jesus sends the gift of the Holy Spirit upon the apostles. What's the Holy Spirit? The Holy Spirit is the life of God. The Son of God has joined himself to humanity so that he might pour into humanity the life of God. Now, remember what we said earlier. To be a father means to share your life with your child. You know, like... A human father is not going to have a rabbit for a child, right? A human father is going to have a human for a son. It just stands to reason because that's what it means to be a father. That's what it means to be a son, to have received the kind of life from the father. So where have we arrived at? Jesus, who is the son of God and the son of man, when he dies upon the cross gives his life to the human family he gives his breath he gives his spirit and those who receive this kind of life are transformed entirely transformed from the inside we receive a whole new identity If I share God's kind of life because the Holy Spirit has been poured into me, then I'm able to do something extraordinary. I'm able to call God my Father. Properly my Father, right? Not just in an analogical sense because he does the kinds of things a father does for his child, No, no, no. Because he has become my father, I've received from him the gift of divine life. The gift of eternal life. And Paul knows this very well. Listen again. Everyone moved by the spirit is a son of God. The spirit you received is not the spirit of slaves bringing fear into your lives again. It is the spirit of sons, and it makes us cry out, Abba, Father. We have this interesting kind of standing side by side of slaves and sons. If you imagine a household, uh, a wealthy household at the time of Christ, there are those who belong to the family, the sons and daughters of the pater familias, you know, the one in charge, the dad. But then you've also got the slaves, the slaves who, you know, are busy about doing their thing because they're owned by the master. The ones who have the master for their father are the ones who have received life from the father. And so Paul says, you guys, right, you have received the spirit of, that allows you to cry out, Abba, Father, because you now share in the life of God. You share in the life that you've received through Jesus. The Spirit is the life, the gift that we have from Jesus. Now, here comes the final upshot according to Paul. He says the Spirit himself and our spirit bear united witness that we are children of God. We're not slaves in the household that don't belong to the family. No, we're drawn into the family because we've received the life of the Father in the Son through the Holy Spirit. But here's the thing. There's a difference between being a child in the household and a slave in the household. What's the difference? Well, for starters, you're now related to the father, and secondly, you are now an inheritor. Because you belong to the family, you are now an heir. Listen again to Paul. If we are children, we are heirs as well, heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ, sharing his sufferings so as to share his glory. We've really been brought into the family. We've been brought into the very life of the Trinity. Jesus has shared with us his life, the life of the Spirit, And this has drawn us up into heaven to truly belong to the family of God and to be promised an inheritance. I tell you what, spend a little bit of time today just meditating on that reality of being made a son, a daughter of the Father, by being drawn into the most intimate relationship between Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. That's where we're pulled. You know, we're not just out by the door of heaven, you know, hoping that it just closed behind us instead of just in front of us. No, we're brought into the very life of the Trinity, the love between the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Having that life in the Spirit enables us to cry out, in truth, our Father. And we're able to turn towards Jesus as our brother and offer him our small efforts, our small works, our small desires to be more holy, to be more loving. In Jesus, we're drawn into the family of the Father, Jesus becomes our brother, and we are given the pledge of a family inheritance, the kingdom itself. My suggestion for this Feast of the Most Holy Trinity, carry that round with you for the day, knowing your incredible dignity as a son, as a daughter of the Father. It's the spirit within us that allows us to cry out